Today's daf is Ksubis daf chof, and we are eight lines from the bottom of daf yutes amid beis Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalem of Achayim Alazar ben Rachel Leia and Gabriel Yehoshua ben Achamachana. Today's daf is also being learned leilu nishmas Eliezer ben Yamin ben Chananya Yontif Lipa. So we're in the sugya of Shtarois, which began with a mishnah. We are two worlds collided. The world of Kiyom Shtaris and the world of Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter. So what's Kiyom Shtaris? Midday Raisa, if someone has a star that says that someone else owes him money. Ruvain has a star that says that he loaned Shimon money. There are two Edim that are signed on the star. Shimon would not be able to tell Ruvain that the star is Mazoyev. It's a fraud. If there are two Edom that are signed on the Shtar, the Edom essentially are being made that this loan actually took place. Based on that, any taina that Shimon would have would be contradicted by Edom. Stating that the Rabbanon at some point in history felt that we no longer can rely on the veracity of a Shtar. And based on that, they made a takana. That even if Ruben has a shtar that says that he loaned money to Shimon, and there are Edim that are signed on the shtar, we're not going to rely solely on those Edim until we're Mekayim the shtar. Until we're Mekayim the Chaysamais on the shtar. Meaning, until we can prove that these signatures are really legitimate signatures. How do you prove that the signatures are legit? There are three primary mahalchim. Either two Edim can come into Bezdin and be made, they can testify, we recognize these signatures, they are okay. Or the Edim themselves can say, or in the event that these signatures were once signed on a document, and at that time Bezdin went through the problem of King Shtaris, they can now record it in their courts so that for future reference, they can pull out the original Kim Shtaris, they can apply it to this case, and that in of itself is going to be okay. In yesterday's daf on daf Yutes, we saw a fourth mahalach of Kim Shtaris, and that is moide b'shtar shakasvo. If the loiva admits that the shtar is a good shtar, that in and of itself according to some tanom anyways, would also constitute Kim Shtaris. Regardless, we're discussing the idea of Kim Shtaris specifically as it relates to the Allah of Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter. We know what a Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter is. How exactly do these two sugyas come together? Because the Mishnah began the sugya with the If Edim walk into Bezdin and they are Mekayim, their own Chesam, so they had signed on a Shtar, the Shtar up until this point has not yet gone through the Kiyam Shtaris process. So now the Edom are walking into Bezdin, and they are going to be Mekayim the Shtar by themselves. However, they said, I want you to know that although this is our signature, so it's legit, but Anusim Ayinu, we were forced, Machmas Nefashis at the time that we signed, Ketanim Ayinu, the Edis that we saw was an Edus that we had seen when we worked on him. Psuli Edus Ayinu. At the time, we were Kroivim. We were Mesachim Bekuvya. The Mishnah says, Harei Elu Namanim. Now, really, this is a Chiddush, because there's a rule that Kivan Shehiged, Shoveni Chayzer Magid. If two Edim say Edus, if one Ed says Edus, he can't then later retract the Edus. So when these Edim originally signed on the Shtar, they were being made that whatever the Shtar says happened, really happened. When they now come back and say, Anusim Hayinu, for example, Kivan Shehiged, Shoveni Chayzer Magid. Now they're saying it really didn't happen. We were just forced into signing. That should not be okay. But being that the only time their Edis, albeit Midrabon, would be admissible is if there's a Kiyam Shtaris, they themselves are the ones that are being Mekayim, the Shtar. They're the ones that are 
telling Bezdin that their signature is legit, they are the Pesha Hasar, as for that reason, they would be believed as the Pesha Hitter as well. Therefore, the safe of the Mishnah said very clearly that in the event that we're not relying on these Edim, Fikiyam Shtaris, why not? Because there are other Edim, or Ksav Yodim Yoytzim in that case, they wouldn't be believed to say, Anusim Ayinu, Ketanim Ayinu, Psuli Edus Ayinu, because now there's no Pesha Asar. If there's no Pesha Asar, then it's a good old fashioned Kivan Shehiget Shuvene Chayzer Magid. That's the Mishnah, and it's the backdrop of today's daf. So the daf is going to begin with the Braiso, which is really going to say a halacha that's very, very similar to the halacha of the Mishnah, albeit it's going to come from a different angle. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabban, Shnaim Chasuman Al There were two people that were signed on a star. So there's a star. Let's call it a star milva, star mecher. It doesn't really matter. There are two Edom that are signed on the star. Umesu. And the Edom on the star died. That's an important part of the equation. And now two people from the Shuk came. And they said, We know that the signatures that are signed on the star are legitimate signatures. Meaning they were Mekayim the Chaysomis. Avol, but they too had an Avol. They said, Anusim Hayu, Ketanim Hayu, Psule Eidos Hayu. At the time that these two Edom signed, they were either Anusim, they were Ketanim, or they were Psule Eidos. As the Mishnah, they're going to be believed. Why are they going to be believed? Because they have a Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter. They're the ones that are being Mekayim the Shtar. So they have an Amonus now to say, Anusim Hayu, Ketanim Hayu, Psule Eidos Hayu. If, however, this star had already been Mekoyim, there were other Edim that already were Mekayim these Chaysomois, or Bezdin had a henpick. Bezdin already knows from their database that these signatures are bona fide. In other words, so we're not relying on these two Edim. We'll see what that means. In that case, these two Edom would not be believed. Period. And at that point, these two Edom would not be believed. In other words, the Bryce is saying what the Mishnah is saying. That in the event that these two Edom are the ones that are being Mekayim the Shtar, then they're believed to say, because they have a Pesha Asar. If, however... We know the Shtar's already Mekoyim from some other information that we have. In that instance, they are not going to be believed. Why is this Talach of the Mishnah? Because it's essentially what the Mishnah said. What's the difference between the Bryce and the Mishnah? Just to be clear, the Mishnah is talking about where the Edom themselves are being Mekoyim, the Shtar. The Edom themselves are being Mekoyim, the Chaisamas. The Bryce is talking about where there are two different Edom that are being Mekoyim, the Shtar, two different Edom that are being Mekoyim, the Chaisamas. But as it relates to the nuts and bolts of the Sugya, it makes no difference. If we're relying on the Edom themselves or the two other Edom for the Kiyom, then they have a Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. Otherwise, they would not have a Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. But the Gemara asks Akasha, in the event that there was a Kiyom Shtaris independent of these two Edom that just walked into Bezdin and said, So the Mishnah said, They're not going to be believed. So they're not going to be believed now to say that the Edim, when they signed, were not really kosher Edim. It sounds like that you'd be able to now use the Shtar. Meaning, if the two new Edim are not believed to say that the Shtar was written that the Chesimus are not kosher Chesimus because Anusim, Ketanim, Suleyedos. So in other words, what you're telling me is the Shtar is a good Shtar. How could the Shtar be a good Shtar? At the end of the day, you have two groups of Edim that are being makhish each other. What's the kasha? The Edom that signed on the star essentially are saying that what we 
see in the star actually happened. The two Edom that now come and say, are essentially saying, no, there's a problem with the Edos, meaning it didn't happen. Okay, so at the end of the day, what you have is tray or tray. Because you have a tray or tray, is the Gemara, even if you don't want to implicitly trust the second pair of Edom, but at the same time, you have to give credence and credibility to the second pair of Edom. At the end of the day, a tray or tray is Zechahab. So if you have a tray or tray, you have two Edom saying one way, two Edom saying another way, how could you just go ahead and get and be grave of the Shtar? I mean, the Gemara's Kash is, I understand why, if there's no Pesha Asr, you're not just going to trust the second pair of Edom and dismiss the first pair of Edom. I got that. But at the end of the day, even if you don't Trust the second pair of Edim, lechalutin, but you have to at least acknowledge what they're saying. So at the very least, what you have is two peers of Edim that are being sized to each other. And if there's two peers of Edim that are being sized to each other, Tainas the Gemara, how could you just make believe the second Edim didn't exist? And just to highlight the Gemara's cash a little bit better. In the Mishnah, the Gemara never asked such a kasha. Because in the Mishnah, it was the Edom themselves that said, Anusim ha'yinu, K'nanim ha'yinu, P'suli edus ha'yinu. If the Edom don't have a Pesha Asar, they have no Nemonos. Because Kivan Shehigit, Shuveni Chayzer Magid. So we don't hear a second Haggadah Seidos. All we hear is the first Haggadah Seidos. The only way to get the Edom a second Haggadah Seidos is with Pesha Asar. If there's no Pesha Asar, Semimel, they have no Nemonos at all. But over here, even if the second pair of Edom don't have a Pesha Asar, that just means you're not going to trust them that whatever they're saying is 100% true. But at the very least, maybe they are telling the truth. And if maybe they are telling the truth, that should be enough that at the very least what we should see here is two peers of Edom that are being machish each other. So why is it that Magbinam Bey Kibishtar Ma'ayah? So the Gemara is going to say two truths into this cash. Amr Rav Sheishes, Rav Sheishes said, Zoyi Seymeris, you know what you see from here? Hakhosha Tchilas Azamahi. It must be that Hakhosha is Tchilas Azamah. Now the words Hakhosha Tchilas sound intense. But what we need for our Gemara is just one thing. And that is that Hakrasha mirrors Hazam. Now, Hakrasha is when you have two Adam saying one thing, two Adam say something else. Two Adam say Reuven owes Shimon $100, two Adam say Reuven does not owe Shimon $100. That's Hakrasha. It's Miloshin contradicting. You have two pairs of Adam that are being sliced to each other. Hazama is where two Adam say Reuven owes Shimon $100, and the other two Adam. They don't contradict the toichen of what the Edom are saying, but they just say, how do you know Reuven owes Shimon $100? Because you witnessed the loan. That day that you claimed this loan happened, you were actually with us. Okay, what we're saying now is that even though Akhasha and Azama are not the same thing, but they're and in the words of Chazal, Hakhasha is Tchilas Azama. What's the punchline? Just like there's a halacha that you can't be Mazim Edom unless you're in the presence of the Edom. So if two Edom are going to say to other Edom, they would have to be in the same room together. The Hazama has to happen in the presence of the Edom. Kach im makchishen as Edom. Ela b'fneim. So too, the only time you can be makchish the Edom is if it's b'fneim. How's that a teretz? Because the Brisa was discussing shnayim chasumen al ashtar umeso. They died. So if they died, obviously the hakchasha is not happening b'fneim. They're not alive. So says the Gemara, Amr Rav Sheishas, Enochinami. The second pair of Edom that say, Anusim hayu, Ketanim hayu, Pesula Edus hayu, that being makrish the first pair of Edom. And based on that, you should look at it as a tray or tray. Tray or tray, you can't just go ahead and be gaiva with the shtar. Aye, what's the kasha? So, so what's the pshat? Why then do we say, Enochinamonim? The teretz is, because hakrash is tchilas hazama, which means that hakrash just mirrors the laws of hazama. And just like by hazama, there's a din, Eim hazim in the Seidim, Elabeth Neim, so too when it comes to hakrash, 
you can have the same exact halacha. I mean that the Edom died, so obviously it's not Bifneim. If it's not Bifneim, so it's for that reason, Magbinam Beke Bishtarim Ma'alya. But Enochanami, according to Rav Sheshes, Magbinam Beke Bishtarim Ma'alya, we don't trust the second period of Edom. Ayakrosha, and just like Azama has to be in the presence of the Edom, Hakrosha also has to be in the presence of the Edom. Obviously, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman told Rav Sheshes, it can't be. It doesn't make sense. If these two Edom would be alive, and there would be Akrosha, then of course there would be Akrosha. Meaning, you have Norvas, the guy's not alive. Now, if the first peer of Edom would be alive, it would be Akrosha. Meaning, we would see here two peers of Edom that are being machet each other. Sahashta, the less no. Now that the first peer of Edom are not alive, the Ilu Havala come on. Where we can argue, we don't know, we'll use our imagination, that maybe had they been alive, don't have a moidulu. Maybe they'd be moidu to the second pervade. They say, you know something, you're right, good point. I forgot. Anusim hoyinu, ktanim hoyinu, psule edus hoyinu. Mehemni. So over here, you're going to tell me that they should be believed. And as Rav Nachman said, that you can tell me lambdas hakrachat chilas hazama, but at the same time, in svar, it's not logical. In fact, it's inconsistent with the meat of Kalva because I could kind of based on the Kalva Chaymer the Madach HaKchosho works Bifneim Kol Shekein it should work Shaloi Bifneim because whenever the original Edom are not around you can always make the argument that maybe had they been around they would have been moida to what the second peer of Edom are saying so if that's the case if we accept the second peer of Edom when the first peer of Edom are standing here and saying that no, we weren't Anusim, we weren't Ketanim, we weren't Psuleidus, then Kalvachimer, we have to accept the second pair of Edim if they're not here to say that, because maybe had they been here, they would have came around. So the bottom line is, Elam Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said that because of this, you have no choice, but you have to say that when the Brises said that Shnaim Chsuman al and there was already Kim Shtaris, and then two other they walked into Bez and they said Ketanim Hoyu, what does it mean, It doesn't mean that they're not believed at all. And we just trust the star, and you could be goiv as if it would be a good star. No, of course, you have to be chayish what the second pair of Edom are saying. And we look at it as a situation of trey, trey. So what would be the halacha? What we're going to do is we're going to look at it as two peers of Edom that are being machish each other. And as it relates to the halacha la we're going to leave the money by the mukhsik. So, what does that mean? So, there's an important Rashi. Rashi says that in the event that this star was a star milva, then the loiva gets to keep the money. You won't be able to be moitzi mamin from the loiva based on this star because misafik, you can't be moitzi mamin. And if this was a star mecher, Rashi says, then we're going to leave the karka by the moicher. So, the loiva is considered the mukhsik in a malva of a loiva story as it relates to the money. The moicher is considered the mukhsik. When it comes to a uh, dispute of Mecher, when what we're dealing with is Karka, Toysvah speaks out that if it was a Mecher of Metaltalin over there, it's whoever has the metaltal in his rishos, he's going to be the one that's going to be considered the Mokhsik. So money, the loiv is considered the Mokhsik. When it comes to a Mecher, if it's Karka, the Moicher, regardless of who's living in the house right now, the Moicher is always considered a Moksik, and when it comes to Metaltalin, it's going to be whoever has the Metaltalin, his Rishos, he's going to be the Moksik. But the bottom line is, you want to know what Allah is? Not Magbidim Vaykishladar Amalia. No, of course not. We're going to look at it as a tray, a tray, and based on tray, a tray, the Allah is going to be Oikimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
this from the story of the Nechzid Barshatya. Now, who is Barshatya? So, Barshatya was a person who we would describe today as being a schizophrenic. So there were times that he had a din of a shaita, and there were times that he had a din of a pikeach. So any time Barshatya would engage in any transaction, we would have to evaluate him and figure out at that time that he was involved in this. Was he a bardas or was he not a bardas? If he was a bardas, then he had... Uh, Ability to do it. If not, he didn't have the ability to do it. So there was a Maishashaya Kachoy that happened with Barshadya. The Barshadya is of a Nichse. Barshadya once sold Nechasim. Also, Betray, there were two Adam that came. Ami, they said, Shush, Shaita Zavin. When he sold, he was a Shaita. A Shaita can't sell. Also, Betray, and then there were another two that came. Ami, they said, Shush, Shalom Zavin. No, that when he sold it, he was okay. Amr Ravashi, so Ravashi said, So what do you do with the Nechasim of Barshadya? It's a tray, a tray. There are two Adam that are saying that it was a good macher. There are two Adam that said it was not a good macher. So he said, Oiki, Chay, Lahati, Chay. You have a face off between the two pairs of Adam. So our gears in the Gemara is Mamoina, but they changed the gears based on Yevamis Daflamad Aleph for Oiki Ara Becheskes Barshatio. And because over there, what he had sold was was Karka, and Karka we said. Who does it go to when it's a tray, a tray? We leave it by the moicher. So they left the karka by the moicher, who is Barshatya. But the bottom line is, said Rav Nachman, that you see from here that whenever there's a tray, a tray, what's the halakha? Oiki mamoyna becheskes mare, or as it relates to karka, oiki yara becheskes moicher, oiki yara becheskes barshatya. Now the Gemara says, as it relates to barshatya, but the only time this is true, that's only true, meaning the only time the halacha was that Barshat, you get got to keep his karka. He was considered the muxik on the karka. That was when the karka that Barshat, you had sold, he had yarshin from his father. He hadn't bought it, but he had it for Yerusha. But if Barshatya's father himself never owned his karka, had it Barshatya get it, then he bought it, then Amrino, we say that he doesn't have his chazaka. Why? Because we assume that Keshuhu shaita zavan, u Keshuhu shaita zavan. Because then we say that to the extent that Barshatya, we have a suffix, whether he's badas or he's not badas, the same suffix that we have, that maybe he sold it when he was a shaita, we have that maybe he bought it when he was a shaita. So there's no vade chazaka that when he bought it, that he had had the ability to buy it. As a result, it's a chesorin in his chazaka, and therefore, we would not leave it by him. But the bottom line is, is that what the Gemara is saying is, we began with a b'raisa, shnayim chesuman al-ashtar, umesu. Two Adam came from the shok, and they said, we're going to be mekayim the chayvsamois, however, anusam ayuktanim hayu psuli edosayu. So what's the halacha? If we're relying on their kiyum, then nema would have passed us. If we're not relying on their kiyum, then the halacha is, harei el, they're not going to be believed. And essentially what emerges is Rav Sheshis and Rav Nachman, what it means when we say that they're not believed. Rav Sheshis says they're not believed at all. And therefore, we're going to trust the star, and we're going to be goiva as if this was a regular star. Frank the Gemara, how could you be goiva as if it's a regular star? Isn't it a tray, a tray? The answer is no. Because And just like you can't be mazim edim unless it's pifneim, you can't be makchish edim unless it's pifneim. And over here, they died. So it's not pifneim. And being that it's not pifneim, so it's for that reason, the akrasha is not akrasha, you're going to be able to be goiva with the star. Rav Nachman said that no. Even though it's true, there's a loch, but you could be makchish edim shaloi b'fneim. In fact, if you could be makchish edim b'fneim, kal v'choymer, you could be makchish edim shaloi b'fneim. So what does it mean that they're not believed? What it means is, is that we don't believe them implicitly, but what we're left with is a tray, a tray. And what's the halach of tray, a tray? The halach is, oiki mamoyna becheskes mare, and the makar to this idea of oiki mamoyna becheskes mare is nechse de barshadya, because that's exactly the way the halacha was gepaskin in the story of barshadya. So referring back, to the original Brysa. So there was one line in the Brysa that's an important line that the Gemara is going to pick up on now. Again, the Brysa 
generally was what we've already repeated so many times. A reisha and a seifa, like the Mishnah, they had reisha and a seifa. The reisha is where there's a pasha also, we trust the Adem, the sect, the Sefer, there is no Pesha Aser, and therefore we don't trust him. What does it mean we don't trust him? Achleik is Rav Shneishas and Rav Nachman. Now, let's read the words of the Sefer again. What would happen in, in the event that there were Adem that had already said that the signatures on the star are good signatures. There was a hempik. Their signatures had already been verified in Bezden. Now, the Brysa here added language. What does it mean that the signatures have been verified in Bezin? Mishtar Shakara Olivera, because there was a star that there was once an error, there was once a dispute about a certain star, and then Bezin verified that the sh- that the Edom are, are good Edom. In those cases, we're not relying on these two Edom that are saying Anusim Hayu anymore to be Mekayim the Shtar. They don't have a Pesha Asar. And therefore, the Allah is Eneilun Amonim with a Machlekes of Sheshit from Nachman, what exactly that means. Here's the point. The Brisa, when it described Henpek, when it described that third way of being Mekayim Ashtar, which is Bezdin already has recorded in their database that these are good signatures, explained it in, gra- in rather great detail, and that is, there was a shtar, shakarol of error, that there was once a dispute whether the shtar is a good shtar, now it was recorded in the files of the courts, it's in that case that Talach is, that's going to be Kiyam Shtar. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara makes the obvious It sounds like the only time we can rely on Kiyam Shtar is based on henpick, based on applying something that Bezdin has in their database, is if there was once an error, meaning a star came to Bezdin, there was a fight whether the star is a good star, Bezdin was Nimna Vagamru that it is a good star, now we can use it. But if there was no error, then Bezdin would not be able to work. Meaning if a star walks into Bezdin, and there was never a, a debate whether the Chaisamais are good or not, that's not enough for Bezdin to be able to establish a hempic for future reference. And the Gemara says, this supports something that an Amor once said. The only time you can be Mekayim Ashtar based on a previous star is if there was an Eros, which is essentially what the Brice said. So really, Rav Asi, the Amor, was saying something that's Mufurish in the Brice. Amin Nardoi, Nardoi added to this. They said, the only time you can be Mekayim Ashtar based on the fact that this star was already Hoxik Bebezin is if there were two Ksubois or Mishtei Sadois or there were two fields. Meaning, these signatures would have to have been verified twice. If it was only verified once, that's not enough. You need a Chazaka. Chazaka Bestayim. So if twice these Chazamas were verified, then we can use it. Additionally, In the event that there was a Shtar Mecher. The Shtar Mecher involved a piece of Karka. There were Edom that was signed. This Edom had Kiyom Chesamis. There was an error. And based on that, we're going to now establish that these signatures are good signatures for future reference. The only time it's going to be okay, you have to see what happens even after Bezdin already accepted the Shtar. If the Lekeach is living there for three years, Ubeshoifi, Beloy Ir, Rashi says, nobody gave him a hard time, then we can establish it. Otherwise, we will not be able to establish it. Amr Rav Simeon Barashi, another Allah, he said, The only time we can use a, a shtar for reference is if the shtar was somebody else's shtar. If the same person that has a shtar now, that has chaysamas, and we're going to verify those chaysamas, 
We're going to now verify it based on a previous shot. But you know who had that previous shot? This same guy. It's the one that had the previous shot. It's not going to work. So the Gemara says, why? What's the reason that if he himself is the one that had that previous shot that we're using now for cross-reference? Because we're concerned that being that he was the one that was holding on to the star, so maybe he was Mezayef to Chaisomas. Maybe if someone else had it, you have the same chashash that he might have seen the signatures. Meaning, if this person literally had these signatures in his house every night when he went to sleep, so how do you not know that he would sit there, would look very, very carefully, and he figured out how to forge it? So it's true, we can use previous stars that have been recorded for cross-reference, but if this person is the one that's holding on to the star, he is the Bala star, so now it's a little too suspicious, because maybe he figured out a way to copy this person's signature and therefore it's not going to be okay. But the Gemara says, if you're worried about that, clearly you are, because that's why you're telling me that it has to be Yoytze Miktza Mitachas Yad Acher, so then even if it is Yoytze Mitachas Yad Acher, there's still a Cheshash, so the Gemara says, Kuli Haile Matzim Mechavin, no, that's already pushing it. Meaning, Kuli Haile Matzim Mechavin, to say that he sought by somebody else and based on that he applied it here, that already went Achayish for, and if that's the case, that's not going to be a problem. So this really concludes the first part of today's daf, and MS is a very, very this thing of Ahmed of Gemara, Nechsi the Varshatya, Trey, Utrey, Shtekite Edem Hamakhisha Zuazu, Hakhasha Trilos Azama. There's a lot happening. We are going to go weiter. Even in the raid, we're not going to speak about the first part of the daf, but Baruch Hashem, we have related raid bites, and there's two raid bites that are from the last Machser from seven and a half years ago. One is a very important Rabkiva Eger, right here on the Gemara Daf Chafa Aleph, who took out a tremendous yesoid from this Gemara. The other is more in the world of the Rishonim. Tais was kasha here in the Sugi Daf Yutes on the base with the Rambanim of Abbasim with the Flamad Aleph on the base. The Ayin Shaman, the related raid bites, but two Ha'aras as it relates to Ksubas Tavchav. So the related raid, Zicha comes in handy for a Daf like today. Ksubas Tavchav. We're going to now shift our focus to the second part of the Daf and Be'er Hashem will speak out a little bit of raid as it relates to that. That is Tanu Rabbanon. Koisiv Adam Edusam Alashta. Let's say somebody witnessed something that may require him at some point to come into Bez and say Eidos. He's concerned that he may forget the Eidos. So he has an idea. He wants to write it down on a piece of paper. It's like this. So remember what he saw. He's not lying. Everything is 100% legit. doesn't have the best memory. He saw something and he knows the good chance that he may be deposed and he may have to come into court. So he sits down and he writes it down on a piece of paper. Is that okay or is that not okay? Meaning, can he now, in five years from now, when he gets called, open up his drawer, take out this piece of paper, look at the details and the contents of what it is he wrote down, and now be made, so it's a price. A person's allowed to write Eidos al-Ashtar, and he can say Eidos on it, Yeah, stating that, you have to read the fine print. The only time this works is if he remembers the Eidos. Now, if he remembers the Eidos, why does he have to write it? So Rashi says, Without looking at the Shtar, Even without looking at the Shtar, he remembers it a little bit. So if you remember a little, yeah, you remember Ruven loaned Shimon money, you remember it was a lot of money, you just can remember how much. But you remember without looking at the Shtar, some of the Toichen. That's when it's going to be okay. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, No, even if you don't remember. So what does it mean? You don't have to remember. Another important Rashi. Ella, Zok Rashi, Meaning, whereas Rav Huna said that the only time this works is if you remember before you looked at the Shtar, Rabbi Yochanan argues, and Rabbi Yochanan says, if you don't remember anything without looking at the Shtar, 
You can't be made based on what you read in the Shtar. However, it says Rab Yochanan that if you remember a little bit, when you look at the Shtar, that in and of itself is going to be okay. So Rav Huna needs that you should remember before you look at the Shtar. Rabbi Yochanan doesn't care if you remember before you look at the Shtar. But Rabbi Yochanan says it's only going to work if Al Kopanim you remember once you look at the Shtar. So the Shtar is just going to trigger your memory. But the point is, when you're going to be made, you're not being made based on what you read. You're being made based on what you remember. You just needed to see the star in order for you to remember. And Rashi says that, But even Rabbi Yochan on his moida, that if you don't remember at all, in that case it's not going to be okay. And the reason is, because it says in the Torah, and from Mipiem we learn, and this is going to be the topic of today's raid and tomorrow's raid. We're going to get back heavy into this Rashi. But for now, we have a daf to finish. So again, the Bryce said, A person is allowed to write if he doesn't want to forget and he can refer back to it. What exactly that means? Rafuna said that it only works if you remember at least a little bit before you looked at the star. So why do you need the star? Because you don't remember all of it. So the star is going to round off your memory a little bit, but at the very least, you remember a little bit without looking at the star. Rabbi Yochanan said, even if you don't remember before you looked in the star, but Rashi very critically adds, and is Mepharish, but when you look at the star, that will trigger your memory, and then at the very least, you're going to remember. You see from Rabbi Yochanan, if there are two people, that no Edos, and one of the two people forgot the Edos. The other person is allowed to remind him. Meaning, you see, there's no Musik. You can remind your friend Edos. You would have thought that maybe Edos, you have to remember it 100% by yourself. Can I remind you? Well, if Rabbi Yochanan said that the star could remind you, so Rabbi said it's Mestabra that the other eight could also remind you. Could the Baldover remind you? Maybe we're pushing it now, right? So the Baldover himself, Ruvain loaned Shimon $100. He goes over to his friend, Yankel. Remember I loaned Shimon $100? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, you remember you were there. Now he wants... Yankel to come be made on his behalf, but he doesn't remember. So could he figure out a way to come up with a tachbula to quote-unquote remind him of what he thinks he once saw to get him to come? Meaning, if the star is reminding me, that's one thing. The other aid, also I can hear. But the Baldover, this is feeling maybe a little bit slippery. So that's the Gemara Shiloh. Even that works. What's the Says the Gemara. But if the eight is a Tzum meaning he's a younger man, then it's going to work even me Atzmai. What's the Svara? So Rashi says, because why does Atzmai not work? Because we're concerned that maybe the person doesn't really remember. The Baldov is pressuring him. He wants to be a good friend. So even though he doesn't remember, he's going to read, oh, yeah, 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 I talk to remember, right? We've all had those conversations. person has no idea what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're afraid that that's going to happen. But here the stakes are very high. You're going to say, so it's not so posh to go ahead and be made. And his ear is not going to allow him to go there. Now, as a result, by when it comes to Rabbanan, who cares who reminds him? The Baldova reminded him? doesn't matter. At the end of the day, he's not being made unless he remembers by himself. And being that at the end of the day, he won't be made without being made by himself. So that, that reason, it's going to be okay. And the Gemara tells a story. Ravashi knew Edos about something that had been no gay So Rav Kahana came to Ravashi and he told him, Do you remember the Edos? No, Ravashi didn't remember. 
You would think Ravashi was a Borsid Shein Ma'apatipa. But Ravashi said, I, I, I don't remember. So he told him, Vlav Hachi Vahachi Hab. You don't remember? This happened and that happened. Say, I don't know. Ravashi told Ravkan. I possibly don't remember. The Gemara says, Ravashi. Ravashi, afterwards, he chapped what Ravkana was referring to. Asidle. He came and he said, Edos. Now, Ravashi walked into court and he said, Edos, Chazu Ravkana Dava Mechasa. He saw Ravkana wasn't happy. Meaning, even though Ravkana wanted him to say Edos, but when Ravkana chapped, Ravashi didn't remember, so now he didn't want him to say Edos. Why are you being made on something you don't remember? So Ravashi turned to Ravkana and he said, You think I'm saying Edos because you told me? That I'm an aide, I would have never done that based on what you told me. I know who the Ramoya Nafshoi, I remembered the Itkari, and it's for that reason now I'm being made. So you see that someone like Ravashi, a Tzorim Rabban, and a Talmud Chacham, so he will maybe be reminded, and even at a later date, but he'll only be made in the event that he remembers for himself. So ordinarily, if the Baldav is the one that reminds you, it's not okay, but if you're at Tzorim Rabbonon, in that case, it is going to be okay. So the Omid, and really the Daf, is going to conclude very, very much on a digression. It's a, a very surprising left turn that we're about to take. In fact, the Gemara is about to quote a Mishnah in the 16th parak of Mesechtis Ahalois that at the very end is going to have a ramification in Hilchas Eidos, and that's why we're bringing this Halach. Zok the Gemara, Tanan Hasam, we learned in a Mishnah in Mesechtis Ahalois. Hatluliois, Hakroivois, the Tluliois, that are near. So what's tuliois? So Rashi says, Tile Karka. These are piles, big heaps of dirt. Now, the significance in this Mishnah, Masech Tzaholos, is the derech b'nei Adam likbar betel, Rashi says. The derech was the people would bury sometimes mason inside the tell. So you have a heap of dirt, and you know that the Metzius is that sometimes people are buried inside these heaps of dirt. As a result, there's a little bit of a chashash that maybe there's a mace inside. And the question is, when do you have to be chayish? There is a mace. When do you not have to be chayish? There's a mace. Again, this is a total digression from what we're learning. Hatluliois, if you have these tuliois, hakroivois, if they're near, whether they're near to a city or they're near to a road, echad chadoshnois, echad yishonois, doesn't matter if they're new or if they're old, talochis tmeois, they are going to be tame. Let's say they're far away. So then, if they're new, they're going to be tahar. However, if they're old, so then, they're going to be tame. So we're making a distinction between the Tluliois that were close to the civilization, close to Yishuv, and the ones that were far from the Yishuv. The ones that were close to the Yishuv were always Becheskes Tameh. We're always concerned there might be a mace there. Doesn't matter if they're new, they're old, it's irrelevant. If they're Kroivois, what does Kroivois mean? Le'ir or Le'derech. But if they're Kroivois, then we're always going to be concerned. If, however, they're Rechoikois, so then, if they're new, they're going to be Tahar, and if they're old, they're going to be tummy. So as we go through the Gemara, we'll understand a little bit this halacha. So first, we need to define some of these terms here. Number one, Ezel Kroifa. What's the definition of Kroifa? Right, we're being mechalic between Kroifas and Rechaikas. So we have to know what Kroifas is and what Rechaikas. Chamisha Ma'ama, within 50 Amas. Bezel Yishana, we're also being mechalic between new and old. So what's the definition of old? Shishim Shana. It's been here already for 60 years. Rabbi Huda had a different definition. Kroifa, you want to know what that means? It's the closest tail to the city or to the road. Yishana means she ain't Adam Zaychra. It means it's just been there for a very long time, to the point that nobody remembers who exactly erected this tail. But it's not a question of 60 years or 59 years. That's what it's going to be about. Okay, so we defined Kroiva and Rechaika. We defined Chadash and Yishana. We still have to find 
define ear and derech. My ear or my derech. So the Gemara says like this. Does ear mean literally the city? And derech means literally the road. So you're telling me that the halach is that if there's a tail that's close to the city, it's close to the road. Meaning it's in the Yishof. Misophic in certain situations, we can assume that maybe there's tumin there. It's not true. Why? Because this is a Mishnah that we just read. The Mishnahis were written in Eretz Yisrael. Which would mean that this halach is negeya. Eretz HaKodesh. For Amr Eishlokish and Eishlokish said, Ilam Matzu V'tiro Eretz Yisrael. The Chazal would sometimes find the smallest excuse to be Matayr Eretz Yisrael. So it's not Mestaber that if you see a heap of dirt in Eretz Yisrael, we're going to suddenly assume it's Tom. We try not to be Matam Eretz Yisrael. Negei Trumis and Kachim and things. But the bottom line is that's not something we do. Ilam Matzu, we found an excuse. V'tiro Eretz Yisrael. So certainly we're not going to go out of our way now to be Matam Eretz Yisrael. said, so what does Ir mean? Ir means Ir Forest. It doesn't mean close to one of the Yishuvim in Eretz Yisrael, but it means a city that's Samach to a Beisach Forest. The Derech means Derech Beisach Forest. It means the Derech to the Beisach Forest. So we're not saying that any city or any road that has a heap of dirt all of a sudden is Becheskas that there might be Tom over there. We're not going to say such a Chumrah. So what's this ear and the Derech that because there's a tale that we're concerned? Oh, makes sense. It was an ear, it was like a little village that was. Mamish adjacent to, very close to a, a Beisach forest, where it was on the derech, it's on the road. Right? Someone's going to a Beisach forest, uh, he turns off the main road, he has to go up a long dirt path on that road, on the way to the Beisach forest. Over there, there was a tell us, and now we're talking. Now you can understand a little bit why we'd be concerned that maybe this Toma. But the Gemara delves in a little bit more. Bishleim, the derech Beisach forest. I understand why the derech Beisach forest would be a problem. The zimne de Misrami Bein because sometimes there's a Levaya happening and then all of a sudden Bein comes. And not just any Bein but this is Bein of Friday night, Rashi says. Umakru Karvu Betel. And they didn't have enough time to go bury this mace inside the Beisach forest so they went to the tail to go ahead and bury the, the mace there. So it's on the derech to the Beisach forest. It's partially very Logical, you can understand why there might be a problem. Eli, you're a smuchel if there's a village, there's a shtetl that's right outside of Beisach Forest, why would you assume that the whole city is Tameh? Adarav, it makes, it's just the opposite. If you're so close to the Beisach Forest, then they would zikha go to the Beisach Forest. Right? The city that's close to the Beisach Forest, it's mistaber that people bury people? No, just the opposite. Because they're in such close proximity to the Beisach Forest, it's mistaber that it's just the opposite. So I'm Rav Chanin, Rav Chanin explained, and this is really going to explain the whole Mishnah. Because women sometimes if they would miscarry a child, so they would want to bury the child by themselves. Maybe to keep it quiet, but this is something that they would do on their own. Now, if, they're clo- if there's a city that's close to the Beisach Forest, so they would sometimes bury in the city that was close to the Beisach Forest. I mean, they weren't going to go all the way to the Beisach Forest. That's something they're afraid to do. But in the, in the ear that's Samach to the Beisach Forest, that's where they would sometimes bury these Nefalim. The Mukeshchen, these were people that used to have their limbs amputated, so they would sometimes bury their, their arms or whatever it is. But the point is, is that we're talking about a place that's close to the Beisach Forest, and people that want to 
do a kfura on somewhat of a covert level, they would sometimes bury either the, the nafal or zroyaseim in these places. Ad chamishamama, up until 50 amas, ozlo She would maybe go by herself. Tfei, but more than 50 amas, that she's already not going to do. So therefore we say, davra inish, bahadosh, she's going to take somebody with her, ula beis azlo, and she's going to end up going to the beis akfaris. Hilkoch, and it's for that reason, tumab eret Yisrael, loy machzakinon. So you're not going to be machzakinon, you're not going to just assume that any tale is going to have an uh, issue of uh, maybe there's someone buried there. If, however, you're within 50 Amis, so if you're in close proximity, so over there, there's a concern already that maybe someone buried somebody. But the bottom line is, is that the point of this Mishnah in Mesechtis Aholis is that in the event that you have this tale, so if, and there's a concern now, you want to know, is there Tumah? Or is there not Toma? So if the tail is Kroiva to the city, so then the halacha is, it doesn't matter if it's Chadashas or Yeshanas, there's a Cheskas Toma. Because we're concerned that maybe somebody went and buried when nobody was looking, and therefore there's a mace there, even though you don't know that there's a mace there. Here's the punchline. If the tail is Rechoikos, so then Chadashas to Hoyros and Yeshanas to Meos. The new ones are going to be Tahar, it's the old ones that are going to be Tomei. And the reason is because if it's far, there's no chashash that a woman may have gone by herself. So that it's not mistaber that somebody was buried there in a covert way. So if somebody was buried there, there would have been a levaya with his spadim, and we would know about it. So therefore, we don't have to be concerned that maybe there's a problem. Now, if it's Yishonois, it's old, so maybe people knew about it, but they forgot about it. If, however, it's new, so then... Why would people have forgotten? You would know. And for the fact that there's no call that anyone's ever buried inside that tale, it's for that reason you don't have to worry about it. In other words, this Mishnah is predicated on a whole bunch of things that we're not learning right now. But there's one nakuda, one nuance that's very, very important. And that is, is that you see from here that really the chilik between chadoshois and yeshonois, when the tale is rechoikois, is because chadoshois people remember. Yishanois people forget. And because people forget Yishanois, so you always have to be concerned that maybe there was a mace there and you just don't remember. As opposed to Chadoshois, you would remember. Now, what was the definition of Chadoshois and Yishanois? So it was Machloikis Ramey and Rabbi Yehuda. Rameir said that Chadoshois that is within 60 years. Yishanois is, it happened 60 years ago. Rabbi Says the Gemara, if that's the case, Amr Rav Chizda commented, and he said, Shema Amin, Amr Rav you see for a mayor that 60 years is Chadoshois versus Yeshonois. Lamay Nafkimi, the people remember Chadoshois, they forget Yeshonois. So how far back does a person's memory go? It goes back 60 years. And if that's the case, when it comes to saying, up until 60 years, a person remembers, but if it happened more than 60 years ago, you're not going to be able to say, you can only say, based on memory, if something happened within 60 years. But once something happened more than 60 years ago, at that point, you won't be able to say, anymore. but the Gemara says, it's not true. The reason over there, the number was 60 years, that's the cutoff, is over there, we're dealing with something that a person doesn't necessarily commit to memory. If there's a level a person commits it to memory? No, he goes, he's mishtat, if he's noisabal, he mourns, he cries, but 
He doesn't commit it to memory. Over here, when it comes to Edus, keeping the Romi Olel, being that it's something that you would commit to memory. And why would you commit it to memory? Because it's something that you have to know. Even if it goes back more than 60 years, at that point, we assume that you are going to remember. I think it's Kedai before the raid to just speak out one Bumbakasha. One Bumbakasha that the Welt says over in the name of the Chetusharim. And that is, the Gemara just said that an aid can say Edus. Even if the Eidos that he's saying Eidos about happened more than 60 years ago. Aye, there's a Gemara that says a person only remembers until 60 years. It's Rameyer and a Mishnah and a Holis. That's true for something that's Loi Rami That's true for something that a person doesn't necessarily commit to memory. But if there's something that a person commits to memory, then we assume he's going to remember more than 60 years. I'm going to ask you a Kushyan Nifla. If two Eidim walk into Bastin and they say, we saw Ruven kill Shemin. We saw Ruvain loan money to Shimon. When did it happen? 64 years ago. I believed. Aye, it's more than 60 years. No, it's Eidos. So it was Rami Oleh. They committed it to memory. If they committed it to memory, they're going to be believed. Said the Sherim, what would happen if two other Edom would walk into Bezdin now? And the Edom would say, Bezdin, these two Edom that just said that they saw Ruvain kill Shimon, that they saw Ruvain loan money to Shimon, it can't be that what they're saying is Amos. You know why? Because that day 64 years ago that they claimed this happened, they were with us. Are they going to be believed or are they not going to be believed? Said the no. Why? Because it wasn't Rami allowed for them to know that they were having lunch with this guy 64 years ago. They aid him that claimed that they saw something of significance happen. They have an Amonis because it's Rami allowed. But the two aid him, Hamazim and Lechair, would not be believed. If that's the case, fake tachtu sherim. How could you ever say edus on something that happened more than sixty years ago? We know the rule is that the only time edim can say edus is if the edus is yachal azimo. So tachtu sherim said it's edus shat yachal azimo because the edim that are saying edus was rami olah, so they're going to be neman. But the two edim amazimin does is doch loymar rami olah. Imanu yisim amachem plani. Why would they have had that? Oh, we were at a chasana together. You remember who you were at a chasana with sixty-one years ago? You're good. Of course not. And it's like Rabbi Allah, like the Gemara says. If that's the case, the Edom themselves shouldn't be Naman. Because it's Edom Shatiyachal Azima, Avelts Kasha, in the name of the Heilige Chedusher. But either way, as it relates to today's raid and tomorrow's raid, just to go back to the Gemara and Aleph. And again, the, the disclaimer that we have to put in bold letters before every single daf kemat that we learn in Mesech Tzachsubis. But certainly these dafin that we're learning now in the Sugi of Shtaris is we're going through Sugi's here like the Matzavasa. But the truth is we do what we do in the allotted time that we have. But just to speak about one Sith cotton in today's daf. And that is, the Gemara said, that Kaisiv Adam If a person is witness to something that took place, and he knows that there's a chance that at some point he's going to be summoned to court and he's going to have to testify in front of a Bezdin. He's afraid that he may forget what he saw. He's allowed to write the Eidos on a piece of paper and then refer to it in the future if he ever needs to testify based on this Eidos. And there was a machloikis on Moira and how exactly to understand this halacha, meaning how far it goes. Amr Rafun Rafuna said, Rashi said, Rafuna means to say that the only time you can rely on what you wrote is if you remember a little bit what it is that you're coming to say Eidos about. But if you have zero recollection before you look at the shtar, it's not going to be okay. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, that even if you don't remember at all 
what it is you're testifying, and you're relying solely on the edus that you wrote, even then it's going to be okay. Now Rashi said that this that Rabbi Yochanan said, don't take that too literally. Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan meant to say that even if you don't remember before you look at the shtar, but you remember when you do look at the shtar, that's when it's going to be okay. But Avada Gevis, says Rashi, even Rabbi Yochanan is going to agree that if you don't remember this Eidos before you look at the Shtar, and even after you look at the Shtar, you still don't remember the Eidos. But you know it's true, because you wrote it. But at the same time, you have no recollection based on the Maisa itself. You're basing your Eidos now solely on what it is that you wrote. In that case, even Rabbi Yochanan is going to hold it's not okay. And the reason is, says Rashi, the Rachmana Amar, because it says in the Torah, Mi Pihem Veloi Mi Piksavam. That when Edom say Edos, they have to say Edos Mi Pihem Veloi Mi Piksavam. And this is going to be a violation of the principle of Mi Pihem Veloi Mi Piksavam. In other words, Rashi is saying that everybody agrees, Rafuna and Rabbi Yochanan, that if a person would write down Edos that he saw, and then later testify in court based on what he wrote with zero recollection of what it is he's testifying about, it wouldn't be okay. Based on me, P.M. Velemi picks off him. The price of Kais of Adam, is when he has some sort of recollection. What's the Machleik is Rafuna and Rabbi Yechanan? Rafuna holds you have to recall a little bit before you looked at the Shtar. Rabbi Yechanan says that it's enough that if the Shtar itself triggers your memory and then it is that you recall. But if when you're standing in court and you're saying, Eidos, you have zero recollection of this Maisa that you're testifying about, and really you're basing your testimony wholly and solely based on what you yourself wrote, even though you know it's true, there's no debate that it's true. But at the same time, there's a dinmi pia velemi piksavim, and that would not be enough for you to be able to be made. So I think it's Kedai to take a step backwards in the spirit of very foundational raid and talk a little bit about this halacha of mi pm. And really what we're going to say now is based very much on Simen Lamed Gimel and Zoisli Yaakov from Rabbi Shmuel Yankif and Mesech Tisksubis. And that is, the Makar to the Halacha of Mipiyem Veloi Mipiksavon is the Gemara Mesech Tisgitin, Daf Ayin Aleph Amad Aleph. The Gemara over there discussed the Halacha of a Cheresh. A Cheresh that's Enoi Medaber. He's not able to talk. He got married. I am Parik Cherish, and then the Masech Tesivamis, and now he wants to divorce his wife. The problem is, he can't talk, and as a result, he can't verbally instruct a cipher to write a get on his behalf. So, if this Cherish is able to talk, meaning he's able to write, so then the Allah is, he could write the Shlichos to the cipher and instruct him to write a get. The cipher can write the get, it can be Edim. Everything is going to be okay. Says the Gemara, I'm Rab I'm skipping about 10 lines. So Rab said here in Perak Misha Achsu, getting that Ayan Aleph Amad Aleph, I Kashali Ha Kashali. I have the following Kasha on what Rav Kana said in the name of Rav. Again, what Rav Kana said in the name of Rav is seemingly very simple Allah. That if someone can't talk, he can still instruct the Shliach to write a get on his behalf. How Kaisvin the Noisen Get Le Ishtai, 
Because he can write the instructions and that's going to be okay. So he has the kasha from a brysa. It says in the Torah regarding Eidos. That this comes to exclude an Elim, someone that's not able to talk, he cannot be an aid. So Reb Zeira asked, Am I, why can't he be an aid? Why can't he write his Eidos? Meaning, Rav Khan said in the name of Rav that you can write your instructions to a cipher to write again on your behalf. So if you can write instructions to a cipher, why can't you write Edus as well? You're asking Akasha from Hilchas Edus? You want to know that why is it that you can write instructions to a cipher for Ksivas Haget, but you can't write Edus? Edus is different. Shani Edus is different because it says in the Torah, Mi Pihem, Mi Pihem, Voloi Mi Pixavim. What does it say, Mi Pihem? Al Pi. So the Torah, when it talks about Edus, it says and it means and for that reason, you are not able to write your Edus. In other words, it's Mavur in the Gemara that even though a person can technically talk, it's Negeya telling a Shliach or a Soifer to write again on your behalf, but Edus Ka'amrit. Shani Edus. Edus is different. And the reason Edus is different is because it's Edom have to verbally testify in court, whereas Edom cannot write their Edus on a piece of paper. There's a very, very big Machloikis Rishonim. Rashi in Chumash, it's the way the Bali Toysfis quote this Shita, you don't see that every day. Toysfis in our Sugi here in Ksubis Tavchav and in different places in Shas quotes the Shita of Rashi B'Chumash. That's one Shita. And Rabbeinu Tam is the other sheet. And that is, Posh Yipshad had to learn this Gemara. Rashi and Chumash on the Posik, Al Pishnayim Edim, Oishloisha Edim Yumas Ames, says Rashi that you learn from here that Edim need to say Edos. They can't write their Edos. And therefore, if there's an Ed that is aware of a trial of some sort of dintire that's taking place, and he technically can be a witness, he cannot write his testimony on a piece of paper, stick it in a FedEx, and send it to Bezdan. You have to stand in court and you have to verbally testify. But you see from here that it's also to write your Eidos and send it to Bezdan. But Rabbeinu Tam argued. Rabbeinu Tam said it's not true. And the re brings in many Toysuses and Shas that I heard from Rabbeinu Tam. They knew each other, right? I heard from Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam used to pask in this way, Allah He would allow Adam to write their Eidos and send it via whatever form of mail to court, and that would be okay. Aye, it's a Mufurish Gemara. The Gemara says, Eidos ka'am rishani Eidos, rachman amin piyav aloy mi said Rabbeinu Tam, that this Gemara was only memayed in Elaim. The Gemara just said in Elaim, someone that's not able to talk is not able to write his Eidos. But someone that's able to talk would be able to. Right, what was the Gemara? The Bryce said, Im lo yagid pratli Elaim. She'ina yochel ha'agid. And it was regarding this Bryce that the Gemara said, mi piyav aloy mi But the Gemara never said that someone that's able to write or someone that's able to talk is not able to write. The Gemara said, Elam. So said Rabbi Tam, what's the difference between an Elam and not an Elam? At the end of the day, either you could write Eidos, you can't write Eidos. Either there's Xeris HaKosom, Mipi and Mi Pik Sovon, there's no Xeris HaKosom, Mipi and Mi Pik Sovon. Said Rabbi Tam, it's because we know the rule. Kalaroi Lebila, ain't Bila Makeves boy. But the whole Shein Roi Lebila, Bila Makeves boy. Said Rabbi Tam, you don't have to say your Eidos in court, but you have to be Roi Lahagid. You're Edus in court. And as long as you're Roy Labila, 
then the halach is going to be in bila makeves boy, and you can taka write it. An elaim is not roy labila; he can't verbally say edos. As a result, he's an ene roy labila. The chol she ene roy labila bila makeves boy. But the bottom line is, it's machlokes Rashi and Benutam had to understand the Gemara getting dafay and aleph. Rashi says that when it says in the Gemara, "Vipi avolaymi piksavim," we learn from here that edos needs to be expressed verbally. You're not allowed to write edos. Doesn't matter who you are. If you're going to testify in court, you have to be standing in court and you have to be able to say Edis. Coin to Rebbeinu Tam, that's not true. The Gemara was only Memait Elim, like the Lashon of the Brayse, Imla Yagid Pratli Elim. But someone that's not an Elim, someone that's able to talk, could send his Edis Mitoy Chaksab. What's the difference? An Elim is Enoi Roi Lahakit. So he's an Enoi Roi Labila Ubila Makevespai. As opposed to someone that's able to talk, is a Roi Labila. And being that he's Roi Labila, Ein bila makeves boy, and the rebrings that he heard from Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam used to paskin this way. So this Gemara right here is the primary source that halachim ipi and v'loymi piksavam. It's a Gemara and Perak Mishaachsu Gittin Dafayin Aleph Amad Aleph. But the truth is, there's another Gemara, another Gemara that mentions the halacha of mipiem v'loymi piksavam, and that Gemara is in Masechtes Yevamis. It's in Perak Arba Achen. Intimidating, but this is actually one of the digression Gemaras in Perak Arba Achen. This doesn't talk about Maimer or about a Chalitza Psula. The Gemara over there is actually discussing Halach and Hilchas Eidos, and there too the Gemara invokes this law of Mipiem Veloy Mipiksav. Now the context over there is the Gemara was discussing the Shtar Kedushin, and the Halach is that Kedushin does not have to have a Zman. In other words, in order for Get Isha, to be a kosher get, there has to be a zman. The shtar needs to be dated. If a get isha is not dated, it's not a kosher get. A shtar kedushin does not have to be dated. And the Gemara's question was that if chazal were mesakin zman begitin, why were chazal not mesakin zman bekedushin? So it's a omid or so of Gemara. In Yavam Islam at Aleph on the base, and just the high level of what's going on in the Gemara is as follows. We know that why is it that a get Isha has to have his man? It's Machlikis, Rabbi Yochan, Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochan said, Shemi Yechapa Basach Oisoi. Rish Lakish said, It's Mishum Peres. Rabbi Yochan said that we're concerned that maybe a person's going to be married to his niece. She's going to be Mazana Tachtov. Being that she's his niece, although she was Mazana Tachtov, he's going to have Rachmanus on her, and he's not going to want her to be Chayv Misa. So what he's going to do is he's going to give her a get. After this nus happened, after she was an Eshah Sish that was Mazana, he's not going to date it. And by him not dating it, they'll be able to argue that she was already divorced at the time that she was Mazana. And as a result, she's not an Eshah Sish Zinsa, she's not going to be Chayv Misa. So to prevent this from happening, Chazal will Mesakin Zman Begitin. Rishlokish said that's Mishum Peirois. That the reason Chazal will Mesakin Zman Begitin is because the Allah is that a married man is entitled to the Peirois Nechsamilog of his wife. But the only time he's entitled to the Peirois Nechsamilog is as long as they're married. So we're concerned that if there'd be no Zman and a get, a man would divorce his wife, and after the Gerishin, he'll be Teveya, the Peirois Nechsamilog. She's going to say, I'm divorced already. I don't know what you're talking about. You're not entitled anymore to my Peirois. She's going to pull out the get. He's going to say, Prove it. So. You're gonna have a whole shaila. So Chazal will masakin zman begitin. It's like this: this person won't be able to collect when he really wasn't supposed to collect. So the Gemara in Yevamis makes the following cheshbon: that Bishlam, according to Rish Lakish, that holds that why will Chazal masakin zman begitin? It's mishum peris nachsamalog. So 
it would make sense why there's no dinzman by Kedushin. Because the issue that you have by a get issue, you don't have by Kedushin. And the reason is because Kedushin is Erisin and Arusa less Laperi. There's no din Peris Nechsimalug when it comes to Erisin. That first goes into effect by Nesuin. So it's not so wichtig for the Peris Nechsimalug for us to know exactly when the Kedushin took place because Arusa less Laperi, anyways. But the Gemara's cash is that according to Rabbi Yochanan, that there's a concern of Shemi Yechapal Basachoisoi. So just like the Shemi Yechasa Basachoisoi on the back end, and that's why Chazal will Masakin Zman Begerishin, the Churid is as Shem Yechabe on the front end as it relates to Zman Bekedushin. Why? Because Luchura, if there won't be Zman Bekedushin, maybe this Basa is going to be Mazana and he's going to claim that she wasn't married at that point. What do you mean? You have a Shtar Kedushin. Prove to me that she was married at that point. Misafik, you're not going to do anything to her. Chazal would, should be Masakin Zman Bekedushin. So, like this, will prevent some of me Mechabe Basa The same Chashash of Yoichan and Ed. Why Chazal will Masakin Zman Begitin? as well. So the Gemara gives a an interesting answer. The Gemara says, "You want to know why Chazal were Masakin zman bekedushin? Because the only reason to be Masakin is shem yichapa basachoisai, and by making a zman bekedushin, you're not going to accomplish the shem yichapa basachoisai." And the Gemara says, "Mishum because heichi la'avet." Now that there's a star kedushin, who do you want should be holding the star kedushin to make sure that this man is never mechap al basachoisai? Lincha Gabadida, should she be the one that's holding it? So she's now being prosecuted for being an HSH that was Mazanatachas Baila. She has the Shtar Kedushin in her hand, which makes sense. He writes the Shtar, he gives it to her, so probably she's the one that's holding it. This is man, that's going to protect everybody. She's just going to erase this man, and that's going to save her. Lincha Gabadida, maybe he should be the one that keeps it. Same problem. If he wants to be he's also going to erase it. Samar says, I know what to do. Let the Edom hold it. He says, what did the Edom need it for? We're getting close to the punchline. If the Edom remember without seeing the star, listen, let them come say Edom. The Eloi, and if they don't remember, maybe they're going to look at the star, they're going to use that as the reference for knowing when this man happened, for us through Misadi, and they're going to say Eidus based on Vashtet and Shtar, for Achman Omar, it says in the Torah, Mipia, Veloy Mipiksavam. And it says Mipia, Veloy Mipiksavam. So we can't leave it by the Eidim. Why? Because really, Mamanavshach, if they remember, they don't need it. And if they do need it because they don't remember, then it's not okay. They can't rely on what they see in the Shtar. Oh, yeah, we once signed on this, and now we're going to go ahead and we're going to be made based on what it says. There's a problem of me pia v'loy me and it's for that reason mamonavshach. This is something that's not going to be okay. But al kopanim, it's mavur in the Gemara that Chazal were not masakin zman bekedushin. Even though in theory Rabbi Yochanan's reason for why Chazal were masakin zman begitin applies equally to kedushin, it's because there's nowhere really to keep the star kedushin. There's no way to make it work. You're gonna leave it by him; he'll erase it anyways. You leave it by her; she's gonna erase it. You're gonna leave it by the Adam. If they remember, they don't need it, and if they don't remember, you're running into problems because you may come on to a a mipia v'loy picks up. Now the Gemara asks by Gerish and Water, you say the same thing. They're all gonna she'll erase it anyways, and the Gemara gives a terrorist why that's not a problem. But the the bottom line is, the bottom line is, state in the Gemara. So this Gemara just invoked the halacha, mipi and v'loy Now let's think for a second about this mipi and v'loy What's the concern? The concern is that Edim are going to testify in court when exactly this Kedushan took place. They're going to base it on what they themselves are reading in a shtar. And that's not okay. That's mipi and v'loy 
I thought Mipiyam Veloy Mipiksavim is the Gemara Gittin Dafayin Aleph, where the Gemara says that when you say Eidos, you need to say Eidos with your mouth and you can't write it. Now, Machloik is Rashi Rabbeinu Tam. Do you mamish have to say it or it's enough that you write to say it? But it's a Hagdara in the laws of Hagodas Eidos. Eidos needs to be stated as opposed to written. That's the halacha Mipiyam Veloy Mipiksavim. That's the Gemara in Gittin Dafayin Aleph. We're discussing an Elaim who's puzzled to say Eidos because he can't talk, he can only write. And there's a din, Alpi, as opposed to Mitai Chaksav. What's happening in Yavam Islam at Aleph? What's happening in Yavam Islam at Aleph? Two Eidim are going to run into Bezdin. These people are Pemapik Margolis. They're going to be so eloquent and articulate. They're going to push and give this dramatic plea that they know exactly when this condition happened. They're not sending it in an email. They're walking into court and they're saying what they need to say. But the Gemara said it's me and Veloy me Piksavam. Why is it me and Veloy me Piksavam? Because how are they saying their Eidos? They're saying their Eidos not based on what they remember, based on what they wrote. Un sishteid me PM, Veloy me Piksavam. You can't be made based on something that you read that you yourself once wrote. That's not the Gemara getting the fine Aleph. The Gemara getting the fine Aleph is discussing me and Veloy me Piksavam with the over here, the Etzim HaGadas Eidos is Mipiyam. It's just they're basing it on something that they wrote. Said Rabbi Shmuel Yankif. It's klar. This is not debatable. It's Mavur. That there's two sugyas of Mipiyam, Veloy Mipiksavam. And there's two dinim. Two different dinim that are learned out from Mipiyam, Veloy Mipiksavam. There's a sugyan Gittin Dafayin Aleph. And there's a sugyan Yavam Estafat Lamed Aleph. This is Lamdish, but we're learning Lamdish of sugyas now. This is what we're doing. So Gittin Dafayin Aleph, it's Mavur, Mipiyam, Veloy Mipiksavam. That Edom need to state their Edos. They can't write their Edos. In Yavam Estafat Aleph, on the base, it's Mavur. Another halacha, Mipiyam, Veloy Mipiksavam. And that is that when Edom say Edos and they state their Edos, they have to state it based on what they record. Call, but they can't state it based on what it is that they wrote. The emiss is, it's Mefurish in the Namukha Yosef. You look in the Namukha Yosef here in Perak Arba Achen. So the Namukha Yosef is discussing this Gemara. Leave it by the Edim. How is it going to help? Maman of Shach says the Namukha Yosef that my Mahan, eat the Chiri, Amos have a Kedushin, Afilu, in the cause of a Shtar, Matzi Lasude. If they remember, then they don't need the Shtar. The reason you're going to leave. It by them. And the reason you want to write this man is the Zimnan Deloitachir. Maybe they don't remember. And they're going to say Edus based on what they wrote. The problem is, I love Edus, that's not an Edus. Ready? Here's the punchline. In other places, Chazal Darshin, they Darshin from Mipi and Veloimi Piksavim differently. To be made a different then, that Edom are now allowed to send their Edus through the mail. It's true, it's a different sugya. And we tackle her both halachas. It's before Shinder Mukha Yosef in the sugya. It's not Svei, sugya is when Mipiyam Veloimi picks up. There's the sugya in Perak Mishachsu, Gittin Dafayin Aleph, and then there's the sugya in Arbo Achin, in Yavamistaf Lamed Aleph. It's both learned out from the same words. In fact, Chazal's Nusach in both places the same Nusach. But it's not the same Sugya. The Sugya in Gittin Dafayin Aleph, the way Rabbi Shmuel Yankif is Masbert, is a Sugya that says that is Magder, the Dinam of Hagodah Seidos. In Yavamis Taflamid Aleph, is Magder, the Dinam of the Iker Eidos. 
Hagodas Eidos has to be Mipia Veloy Mipiksavim. You have to state the Eidos. You can't write the Eidos. Mipia Veloy Mipiksavim is Magdir the Iker Eidos. You have to recall the Eidos, but you can't base the Iker Eidos on something that was written, even if it's you yourself that actually wrote wrote this Eidos. So let's revisit now our Gemara. Today's Daf. This is Mamish on the Daf. So the Gemara said, a person can write on a star. And it can be made even after many, many years. Rafuna said, He has to remember. Rabbi Yochanan said, Even if he doesn't remember. So, Grashi, what's the machlik is Rafuna and Rabbi Yochanan? Rafuna holds that before you look at the star, you have to remember a little bit. Rabbi Yochanan said, Even if you don't remember 100%, even then it's going to be okay. What does it mean you don't remember Zakrashi? Not that you don't remember at all. Chalila. Avad that you're going to have to remember. Rabbi Eichelon just holds. You don't have to remember before you look at the shtar. As long as it's the shtar itself that reminds you, that's going to be fine. So let's see Rashi again inside on Rabbi Eichelon. You didn't remember before you looked at the shtar, but once you read the shtar, then you did remember. That's going to be okay. Meaning, Rabbi Eichelon saying that as long as he didn't forget it on such a when you remind the person he remembers but let's say you don't remember at all in that case it's not going to be okay why? because the Torah said which does Rashi mean? it's Pasha which Rashi means what Rashi means is over here they're Edomah walking into court they're saying Edos but they don't remember the Edos and how do they remember the Edos based on what they wrote, read that's a problem and the reason it's a problem it's based on the fact it's based on the fact that there's a dinner that Adam have to say Adam's based on what they remember, not based on what they read. So it's partial when Rashi says him, he means just one ha'ara. If you look in the Messiah Sashas in Rashi, so the Messiah Sashas says, I'm using an Oiz Vahad Gemara, and there's a little hay, and the hay says, Gitin Dafayan Aleph. I think it's a toys. It's not getting that fine aleph. It's your vomit stuff, lamed aleph. It is two gemaras in shas that say me pi and veloy me piks of them. I think the messiah shas is being messiah in the wrong gemara. This is not getting that fine aleph. What's that do with getting that fine aleph? The edema walking into Bezdin. It's your vomit stuff, lamed aleph. You're going to tell me, wait, it's the same thing. It's me pi and veloy. No, it's not the same thing. Ein zaisliak of simen lamed gimel. No shaykhis. It's two completely different dinim. And it's before Shindu Rishonim, it's not the same thing. But al Kaponim, I think that right Sion is your vomit stuff, lamed aleph. The right Sion is not getting that Enough. Just to bring out the point even a little bit better. And that is, we mentioned that in the Gemara, Gittin Dafayin Aleph, there's a Machlikis Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Had to understand Pashup Shah in the Gemara. Rashi learned from the Gemara in Gittin Dafayin Aleph that it's Mavur, that Adam cannot write their Edus and send it to Bezdin. It's Mavur Shah Gemara. Imla Yagit probably Ile. I ordinarily you can write. Edus Kamra, Chani Edus, Rahmar Amin, Pia Valoy, Pixam. Rabbeinu Tam argued, Rabbeinu Tam said, no, no, you could send your Edus. I, the Gemara says probably Ile. Yeah, Ile. Dafkin Elaine. Why Dafkin Elaine? Because by an Elaine, there's a din that he's ain't a royal abilo. But if someone's able to talk, then he's a royal abilo. And if somebody's a royal abilo, bilo makavisboy. So in the Gemara Gitin Dafayan Aleph, there was a machloikis between Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Had to understand Pasha Bashan in the Gemara. According to Rashi, you can never write your Edus, Rashi and Chumash. And according to Rabbeinu Tam, Halacha Lamaisa, 
the Bali Taisus all quote that they heard it literally from Rabbeinu Tam's own mouth. That Rabbeinu Tam said that you could write your agents, you could send it to Bez, and it's just an Elim that's Ene Roy Lobilo, where Bilo is Makavispai. So it's a Machlegis Rashi Rabbeinu Tam had to understand the Gemara and get in Dafayan Aleph. What about the Gemara in Yuvam and Daflam Aleph? There too, there's going to be a Machlegis Rashi Rabbeinu Tam, meaning there's a Rabbeinu Tam that holds that it's okay to say Eidos Mitoichak Sav. Lushi tossed to what he said and getting that fine alf, he can't even say it with a straight face, right? Of course not. Avadanisht. Rabbeinu Tam's comment is in Gittin Aleph. But it's not a comment in Yuvam Islam at Aleph. Thus, even Rabbeinu Tam is moida that Halochal Maisa, every single aid, Elaim or not Elaim, is governed by Mipi and Veloy Mipi the Yuvam is Taflam and Aleph. The Arbaachim digim Mipi Avaloi Mipiksavam. The Shmuz Rashi Rabbeinu Tam is only Git Nine Aleph. Or Besinit Kain Shmuz in Yuvam is Lam and Aleph. Lachar it's Pashat. So I just want to mention one other Ha'ara. And that is, I saw a very, very nice Kasha in the Magia on the Feldheim edition of the Balaturim. So the Balaturim is on the Pasuk Al Pishnayim Edem or Shloisha Edem Yumas Ames, La Yumas Al Piedacha. Zok the Balaturim. Al Pishnayim Edem. Pe Kfulo. Pe Aleph. Pe. Pe Kfulo. Loimer Dafkimi PM Volemi Pixov. Pe Kfulo. Loimer Dafkimi PM Volemi Pixov. I'm getting the final. So it says Al Pishnayim Edem. It means Pe Kfulo. Dafkimi PM Volemi Pixov. So on the bottom of the Magia is Maurer. He says, what does it mean, dafka mi pi and voloi mi piksavam? Loimar dafka. What's that word, dafka? Dafka mi pi and voloi mi piksavam. So he says, it sounds a little bit, dafka mi pi that he's coming la fuke shitas rabbeinu tam. Rabbeinu tam held that it's lav dafka mi pi and voloi mi piksavam. Meaning, it's dafka, but it's only dafka for an elam. But Rabbeinu tam held that at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be mi pi It just has to be roi to be mi pi Because kola roi labila in bila makevespoi. So according to Rabbeinu tam, it's not dafka. You just have to be right that it should be me PM. So it sounds a little bit like he's going to Fukim Rabbeinu Tam. This is the aura here of the Magia on the Balaturim. So he asks, Mamashukashmakikasha. He asks, Halochalamaisa, who do we paskin like? Do we paskin like Rashi and Chumash? Or do we paskin like, or do we paskin like Rabbeinu Tam? So it's often a halacha, the mechaber in Choshemish, but Simon Chavches, it's Hilchas Edus of Katan Yud Aleph says, so Edim Shasholchu Edus and Bixav, if Edim send their Edus Bixav, Lebezdin, Enoy Edus, the Chiv Al Pishnayim, Edim, Mipi and Veloy Mipixava, Zabduramo, Vechem Noyakin, Udeloy Kiesh Machshirim, Imo Edim Ruin Lehayid, the Enoy Nomen. But not like a Yesh Machshirim that hold that as long as the Edim are Ruin Lehayid, that in and of itself is going to be a So the mechaber passing is like Rashi and Chumash, you can't send your Edus Mitaychaksav. The Ramah says that's the minig, not like a Yesh Machshim. Who's the Yesh Machshim? It's Rabbeinu Tam Shito. Rabbeinu Tam says that if the Edom are ruined Lehead, then that Ilmen, that in of itself is going to be okay. Zok the Sma, the Chain, no, yeah, okay. Avel, Hatoisvis, Yevamis, the Harosh, the Hamartchai, the Hatur, Kasfu Beshem Rabbeinu Tam, the Mutter Lishloyach Edusa Bixav, Kol Shazoycher Edus, Viochel Lehead, the Fifth. Zok the Sma, that even though the Ramah said, that Avada we paskin Allah Khalamaisa, the Bisaisif and the Ramah, that you can't send your Eidos to Basin, but not everybody agrees that way. Toysvis, the Rosh, the Mordchai, and the Tor. The sheet of the Tor, it sounds like the Sma held, is like Rabbeinu Tam. So he has to Gishmaki Kasha. His Kasha is, how does the Balaturim stim with the Tor? Right? You don't see this every day. The Balaturim was the Tor. He's the Balaturim, right? It's the same Mechaber. So the Kasha is that. 
the Balaturim here in Parsha Shoftim, Al Pishnayim, Edom Oishloish, Edom Yumas Ames, Peikful, Oloy Medavkim, Mipiyav, Oloy Mipiksavam, Lechaira, the Torlishi Tassoi, the way the Sma brings it in Simu Chavchetz, it's Sivkot Membez, if you want to see the Sma inside, on the bottom over here, by the way, it says the Shach Sivkot Membez, it's a mistake, it's the Sma. But if you look at the Sma, Sivkot Membez, the Sma brings from the Tor Bishem Rebbeinu Tam, that he held like Rebbeinu Tam, so it's a steer in the Tor, because the Tor said in Balaturim, and we're learning what does it mean, Dafka Mipiem Lafuka Rebenu Tam, that love Dafka. He just has to be right. But Bukhaira, how could the Balaturim be Mafarish the Pasik? Lafuke Rabbeinu Tam, if the Torah himself paskin like Rabbeinu Tam. It comes out the Balaturim as being Mefarish Shalei Alibah the Hilchasa. So does the Balaturim have to be Mefarish Shalei the Hilchasa? We spoke out a tour from the Night of Behuda recently where the Night of Behuda said that even Rashi and the Rav Bartanuru don't have to be Mefarish Shalei the Hilchasa. That Parshanim, they're not Poiskim. The Rambam has to be Mefarish Shalei the Hilchasa. It was regarding a Bartanuru. If Gerishin has to be with Nebezna, but the bottom line is, is the Balaturim probably doesn't have to paskin Ali the Hilchasa, but the bottom line is a Gishmaka Balaturim. But I was thinking, it could be this whole Kasha doesn't even start, it could be it's a Tais. What did Rabbeinu Tam say? All Rabbeinu Tam said was, There's two Dinim in Mipi and Veloimi Pixavam. There's the Sugi in Gittin Dafai and Aleph, and there's the Sugi Yavomis, Daflam and Aleph. In the Sugi of Gittin Dafai and Aleph, Rabbeinu Tam holds love Dafke Mipi and Veloimi Pixavam. No Niach, it's a Diyak. Love Dafke Mipi and Veloimi Pixavam. Oven Yavomis, Lam and Aleph, Rabbeinu Tam Sicha holds Dafke Mipi and Veloimi Pixavam. That's not negotiable. The whole Rabbeinu Tam, the whole Chiddush of Rabbeinu Tam was only Negea. The Tzveta, it was Negei the Sugi in Yevamis Ayin Aleph. But what is Negei the Sugi in Yevamis Lamed Aleph? Avada is a din of Mipiem Veloimi Piksavam. And that din of Mipiem Veloimi Piksavam is very much Dafka. By the way, just Lahoitzi Miliban. If you want to be a thousand percent sure, listen to the Lashen of Rabbeinu Tam, the way Tosis quotes it. For Omari, the reset, the Shoma me Rabbeinu Tam, that he heard from Rabbeinu Tam, Shnoyagim Achshav, Sheshokhana Edom, Edusam, Bixav, Yodon, Lebesen, that Edom, they write their Edos and they send it with a telegram, for Loi Karinam Bey, and there's no problem of me pia, for Loi me Pixavam, Kivam Shein Zoychren Edusan. Because they're not relying on what they wrote, they remember their Edos. So it's Klor Tam, even though he held Lav Dafka and Gittin Ayin Aleph, but he requires you to remember your Edos, because that's the Gemara Yuvam Islam and Aleph, and it's really the Gemara Ksuba Stav Chof, it's Awad Daf, it's Rashi's Mipi, Avaloi Mipi Ksavam. So if that's the case, could be Rabbeinu Debalaturim is quoting Mipi, Avaloi Mipi Ksavam, he's not quoting Gittin Ayin Aleph, he's quoting Yuvam Islam and Aleph. So if you look in the Balaturim itself, it says Gittin Ayin Aleph, but I don't know, you have to look at the old Fusim of Debalaturim. Who put the these uh, Marmakoimis into the Balaturim. Did the Balaturim himself put it in? So if the Balaturim wrote Gitanayan Alephs, it means he meant Gitanayan Aleph. If he meant Gitanayan Aleph, then it's Akasha. Because then you see, he means maybe Lafuki Rabbeinu Tam. But maybe it's the same as Sarah Sashas that put Gitanayan Aleph in the Rashi Exubus Tafchof Amen Aleph. That's the case. It could be a toys. It could be Rabbeinu Tam or the Balaturim. Taka didn't mean Gitanayan Aleph. He meant Yavam Islam and Aleph. Either way, we're stickle all over the place. The bottom line is, I didn't be Pia Velaymi Pixavim. It's Allah that we all. All are familiar with. It's Hilchis Edis 101010101. But maybe what we weren't all so familiar with is that there are really two completely independent sugis of Mipi and Valemi Pixavan. There's a sugi Mesachtis Gitten Perak Mishaachsay, Dafayin Aleph, Amad Aleph. There's a sugi Mesachtis Yuvamis, it's a Perak Arba Achen, Daflam and Aleph, Amad Beis. The words of the two sugis are identical. Mipi and Valemi Pixavan. But they mean two different things. And in Lumdis, they mean two completely different things. The sugi in Gittin Dafayin Aleph is a sugi, that Edom need to say Edos, 
they can't say Eidos Mitoich Aksav. And there, there was a major Machloikis, Rishonim, Rashi, and Chumash versus Rabbeinu Tam, whether it just means you have to be right to say Eidos Mitoich probably Elaim, or Bepoil, you're only allowed to say Eidos Mitoich But that sugya, Mipia, Veloy Mipiksavam, is being Magder, it's qualifying how you say Eidos. There's another sugya, and that's in Yavamis, Daflamad Aleph, Amadeis, where there the Gemara mentions the Halacha, Mipia, Veloy Mipiksavam, not in terms of how you physically say Eidos, but rather in terms of the Eidos itself, the Eidim, who are testifying based on the idea that they have. That idea has to be Veloy Mipik Savam. And if it's Mitoich Aksav, that in and of itself is going to be an issue. Our Sugya, where Rashi and Davchafam at Aleph, to explain Rabbi Yochanan Shita, when we discussed of the fact that a person's allowed to write his Eidos, use it for future reference. And Rabbi Yochanan said, Afal Pisha ain't Zaychamayatu, Zach Rashi, whoa. Don't take Rabbi Yochanan out of context. Avad Rabbi Yochanan is going to require at the end of the day for you to remember. Rabbi Yochanan is just saying that you don't remember me'atzmoy. It's the shtar that reminded you. But at the end of the day, you have to have a zikaron. Why? It's Pasha. What Rashi meant was the sugi in Yavamis, daf, lamed aleph. We're literally just getting started. So Be'ez Hashem, this is Ray that can take us through the next several dafin, and we'll pick it up in Be'ez Hashem tomorrow.